morning. <laughs> Happy Thursday for all of you that are listening to this. Um, we are going to be talking about today dating apps. Because for those of you that don't know, your girl is out there on the dating apps uh, trying to mingle with the other people of the universe. It's not going so well. And Becca is going to tell y'all the story of how her and Nick began their little relationship. And it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, since dating apps weren't even around when we yeah. started dating. <laughs> we had flip phones, like, when you and Nick started dating. Did we? Was it flip phones or just, like, the... No, actually, I think I had the I had the slide out where the keyboard uh, yeah! Out. So I heard the QWERTY keyboard, but it was definitely not... You know, everyone thought that was so cool. Like, I had one of those sidekicks where, like, the screen, like, totally, totally went... Through. And then, boom, there's your keyboard. But I did have a touchscreen. I do remember that. It, it slid out and had a keyboard, but the front had a touchscreen. That is classic. <laughs> I miss those phones. You couldn't do so much on them, and that's kind of what I need now. And that's definitely what Nick needs. He needs an old school Nokia that can just make calls. Yeah, because he's, he's basically a grandpa and uh, doesn't really like technology. Uh, we did just get him a fire stick. So, so he's actually learning how to use that. We're really, really proud. But if we're being honest, the fire stick was for all three of us. Even though it was for his birthday, yeah. it was for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So dating apps. Oh, man. This is going to hinder my progress on the ones that I'm already on if any of the dudes listen to this, but whatever. Well, maybe they just need to step up their game and learn from today's lesson. It's not all on them. It's partial. Partially. I won't even take half, but I'll take partial. Sometimes I'm just lazy. And like, you know, sometimes I think that men deserve that extra woman that can like keep the conversation going. But sometimes I just don't have no motivation and I can't make magic out of haha. Sometimes I can. And sometimes I can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if somebody's not giving you enough to work with, you can only do so much. Or, or <laughs> they just come right out and they're like... You want to meet up and have dinner? Like, literally, the only thing we've said is like, hey, how's your day going? The response, oh, my day's going good. How's yours? Good. Want to meet up on Saturday night and have dinner? Like, dude, I can chop you up into little bitty pieces and eat you for dinner or vice versa. I don't know why, but that just gets all my nerves when they do that. Because I'm just like, do you even care to know anything about me? Or just, I mean, I guess if I'm going to get a goddamn free meal out of it. I might as well go, but... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they feel like they'll get to know you better in person. I guess, but I mean, I like to talk a little more than just, hey, how you doing? Plus, when you make plans that early, because let's let's do a hypothetical here. If I was the kind of girl that didn't go out on dates during the week and saved them for the weekends, I'm not saying I am, but... uh. What if the guy, the potential guy, like, says, hey, how you doing? Want to go out on a Monday? What are we talking about for the rest of the week if we've already made the plans? I mean, is he going to talk to me? Because I've had one that, like, jumped straight to the making of the plans and was like, all right, cool. I'll text you or I'll send you a message on Saturday. It was like a Monday. Are we talking about the uh, sportscaster or is this a different guy? Oh my god, I forgot about the sportscaster. No, this happened to me more than once. (laughs) 
like a conversation for a few days, and then he just ghosted her the day of the potential date. But still followed her on social media. I mean, he didn't, like, 100% ghost of me, but he, like, waited till, like, what did they call it? The ninth hour or whatever. And, um... Was like, oh, we're gonna have to reschedule, and I was like, yeah, I yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, you've left me hanging. Good thing I already put my PJs on and didn't wait for you to respond. I like had my pajamas on, makeup off. I was like, dude, if he texts me now, I'm going to bed. Like, sorry. <laughs> right. Like, if we had a PJ party, that's one thing. But you want to take me to dinner? It's gonna have to be a different day. And I don't do PJ parties just with anyone. Okay, you gotta be special. You gotta earn it. Because you got to be some kind of quality man to be hanging out with me in my PJs watching Vanderpump Rules on the TV. Because that's what I be watching. <laughs> so, Nick, I hope you feel special. <laughs> Nick watches by force, not voluntarily. <laughs> hey, no, I think yesterday he was kind of getting into it. He was asking questions about characters and character development. I think he was kind of into it just a little bit. For any of you that know what I'm talking about, the reality show Vanderpump Rules, like circled around Lisa Vanderpump, there are two favorites of mine on that show, Stassi, because she is the devil and I aspire to be her, and Jax, because every now and then, because you just need a good, Jax literally, like, I'm not even in the situation that these people are in with him, he mindfucks me through the TV. Okay, through the TV. I'm not even there in person to witness the situation, but there he is. And I just, I can't get enough. I'm I'm trying to think of something that we were watching last night that he said, because it totally makes me think of today's subject, because he was talking about not wanting to give, like, his best when he's just talking to a girl. He's like, I can't be giving her my A game right away. He's, like, got different levels of game that he wants to play to get a girl. He don't want to waste his time. He referred to himself as Prince Charming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, I come out the gate and I'm boyfriend material. Like, oh, that's why you're cheating on all these girls? Because you're really good boyfriend material? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, and also, I just love the term that they came up with on that show, like, getting jaxed. I think I've gotten jaxed a few times. Not by actual jacks, but by other guys. Yeah, I would say you definitely have. Um, <laughs> and as I was watching Nick's face, like, while he was watching, I was like, you feel that, Nick? You feel that? And he's like, what? I was like, you got jaxed. <laughs> no, it's it's so true. It kept happening to me, too. I couldn't believe the stuff that was coming out of his mouth. Yeah, so with that being said, though, that brings me back to circling back to the dating apps. I sent a screenshot of this to Becca, and this was a couple weeks ago. This guy messaged me just right off the bat, like no sugarcoating and no nothing. He was just like, hey, wanna, I can't even remember how he worded it, have a threesome with me and my girl, I think he said girlfriend, I don't think he said wife. I think he said girl, I think, I think he said, hey, do you want to join me and my girl? Oh, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, it was yeah. first message, super simple, straight to the point. But his profile, there were no pictures of his girl. I mean, dang, I wanted to see the chick. If I'm going to be... Don't act like you even gave it a second <laughs> thought. No, I was just like, I, I did consider messing with him a little bit, but no, my response was just like, uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wasn't there a guy that messaged you and wanted pictures of your feet or something like that? Yes! 
What is wrong with you guys? Seriously. Guys. Okay. So this guy asked me for pictures of my feet because he said, and I didn't even know this was a thing. We must really be old and these... I don't consider myself a millennial after this because y'all millennials are coming up with some creepy shit. But um, he said he likes to do feet sex. And I was like, how in God's name do you do that? I think it's just you. I, I knew what that was. It's not like, yeah. The friction of two of feet. I, I can't even say it now because it just makes me speechless. I just, I would not be able to take myself seriously as I was like trying to start a fire with my feet on some man's penis. There, I said it just for you. I don't want to like go into too many dirty details, but I don't think you're supposed to be starting a fire with your feet. But that's feet. how he explained it. He was like, the, I like the friction. And I was like, not the up and down. He likes the... He what? likes to start with the fire. <laughs> oh my god! I just I mean start a fire with the no ladies. We're not kink shaming, but like feet fucking gross me out. So I mean, I no. feel like I'm pretty open to new things, and like I can get down with a with a fetish or a kink, but I cannot I cannot do it voluntarily and not be able to take myself seriously because if I'm laughing then that's just gonna throw you off because it's not sexy because you know I'm laughing because I feel ridiculous right and I know it's like a whole different subject but some of the girls and I we were talking about this at work and it's like maybe you're doing something and the guys like getting real into it and it's just you just break character and you're like uh you just start laughing because you're like what the where did that come from like no I'm not your dirty little slut where did that come from that's if that's not how you talk normally, why are you throwing that shit out during sex? It's just so weird. But even the call her daddy girls say you gotta ease into that because it's if you right? if you do if you throw a wild card out there like that, your partner's gonna be like, what? Yeah, and then you just end up laughing or sitting there awkwardly trying to figure out what the hell happened. But anyway, um, back to back to dating. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so guys, I've been on Hinge and I've been on. Bumble. Bumble. I haven't had much luck with Bumble. I let my, met my last relationship dude off Bumble, and um, he took me on an adventure. Another mindfuck adventure. <laughs> this guy, I, I'll give you a little taste of what he was like. This should have been the first red flag ever, but he told me that he didn't pay taxes. And he started off saying, like, just straight out, he didn't pay taxes. So I was like, what the hell? It's like, how are you still, like, out wandering around freely? And then he said that he paid them, just not on time, and he sent a letter first. <laughs> and looking back on it now, I should have been like, what the fuck? Like, dude, just pay your taxes. I know it sucks, and you want to know where your money is going, but they don't send your letter directly to the president and, like, have him categorize each penny spent of your tax money. Right. They're like, oh, Joe Schmo sent us a letter. <laughs> we better pay attention to this. Joe Schmo from good old Kentucky yeah. <laughs> wants to know what his tax dollars are being spent on. I think what got me about him was the fact that he was like, oh, I don't have a dog. My dog <laughs> is my roommate. <laughs> he just lives with me. And I'm sitting there like, no, he's a fucking dog, so he is your pet. 
See, but I thought you would kind of appreciate that because that reminds me of Audrey Hepburn when she's talking about her cat. She's not called that damn cat her roommate. <laughs> she just says that she doesn't own the cat because the cat wanders around. It's like... He said that they, him and the dog came to a mutual agreement that he would stay and the dog would stay. He said the dog ran away once. <laughs> and after that, they came to a mutual agreement. Do we blame the dog? Do no. we blame the dog for running away? No. We really honestly can't blame the dog. Honestly, if I thought he still lived in the same place and like he wouldn't know it was me, I'd go back and dog nap that dog because it was like the best dog ever. I would have preferred the dog over the man. <laughs> he was a cutie. He was real sweet. But, um, yeah, so to wrap it up, Bumble, Hinge, I got off a of Hinge because in case you guys haven't noticed or maybe we haven't shared it fully, your girl has some patience issues. And sometimes I find myself wearing a little thin as far as the patience <laughs> and, and, and the opposite sex. And so I just get off. I just take a good little break and I just abruptly get off. I don't care if I've made plans with you over Hinge or whatnot. I'll delete she that shit. Off. Deletes it. I'll be in the tub soaking and just be done with it and just delete it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you see me on Bumble or Hinge, you know, go ahead and send me a message because... We might not go on a date, but your story could end up on this podcast because I love a good, awkward conversation or um, starting a fire with my feet. Absolutely, yeah. That one's one that will stay in my memory bank for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's always fun. (laughs) Yeah, so I will say that I am so grateful that I never had to deal with dating apps because they sound like a pain in the freaking ass. They're a tragedy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, not not my thing at all. Um, because as we've said a million times, I did meet my husband when I was 18. Uh, he was 20 years old. And I'll go ahead and just start from the beginning. So I had been out of high school for, I think, about four months maybe at this time. And it was just me and my brother living at my house still. And my parents were gone. I think for the weekend, like camping or something. So, of course, like any 18 and 20 year old would think, we decided to have some people over, have a little shindig. So, we get some booze, some games, and of course, people. And my brother was going to culinary school at the time, and uh, he invited some people from school. So, when the day came i thought that my brother had invited nick but as we talked later apparently my brother invited other people at culinary school and they were nice enough to invite nick (laughs) and had him be their dd so kind so i think he came with like two or three other people but by the time they showed up i was shmammered shmammer shmammered yeah and I just only had like a couple of my friends over and so none of them were me. I wasn't there. BT that. I'm sure there was a reason. Like you were hanging out with someone else. Oh yeah. Because you were a little friend a whore. That was, no. I would have been in Kentucky out in the boonies. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Let's, so, yeah, there's a good reason I wasn't there. <laughs> Let's just say boyfriend number one of Chelsea, fuck you, because she might have been there for the most momentous moment in my life. Yeah. Does that even is that even a normal a momentous moment? Momentous? Memento? Memorable moment? Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Words are hard for us. We're from Indiana. Leave us alone. <laughs> so um, we started chatting. We were like having fun. And I didn't realize I wasn't catching any social cues because I was so drunk. Because it's Nick. Not because she was drunk. Because it's Nick. Well, that's you. <laughs> but no, I was being super awkward too. And I think, no, I actually had a boyfriend at the time. We were on the rocks. It wasn't great at that moment, but we were dating, and I met Nick, and I wasn't trying to flirt with him. He says I was, but I didn't think I was, and I was, I thought he was trying to add my friend on Facebook, so I took his phone, and I said, if you can't find her, if you can find me, then she'll be a mutual friend, and he thought I was being so fucking slick or stupid, I don't know, whatever, so he's like, okay. So, whatever. We ended up being Facebook friends. This he was took, back when I was on Facebook. He took the bait. He took the bait <laughs> that I didn't even know I was throwing out. <laughs> so, my little line I threw out, we, we became Facebook friends. And um, towards the end of the night, I'm, like, getting in bed. And, of course, ding, ding, I get a message on the Facebook. And it's from good old Nicholas. <laughs> And the message was basically just, like, good luck cleaning up or whatever. He was trying to be cute. (laughs) And um, that's pretty much all. Like, we didn't really talk after that. So my boyfriend and I broke up, I think, a week or two after this. And then maybe, like, two months after we met. So it would have been – oh, maybe it was one month. It was about, like, September of that year. Um Nick was going on a camping trip with some friends, and my brother, the same one that, you know, didn't invite him to the party, uh, yeah, he didn't have Facebook at the time either, um, so Nick invited me to go on this camping trip and try to play it off like he was really inviting my brother, and of course, I'm seeing right through it, but I'm like, I gotta work weekends, I'll ask him for you, um, Because, you know, he throws in there like, oh, you could come too if you want. (laughs) As if that wasn't his plan the whole time. So he invites me. I I couldn't go. And then we actually didn't talk for a little while later. So then I finally decided to reach out and I said, um, I just asked him how it was. And he said it went well. We did a little chit-chatting. And then the next thing I know, he's asking me out on a date. And so... I remembered specifically like telling him that I had not actually been on a real date where like a guy comes, meets your parents, old-fashioned, picks you up, takes you out. I figured if he knows my brother, he's probably not a serial killer, so it's probably okay for him to come pick me up and me not have my own car. So we do that. So Nick comes over the date of our, yeah, the day of our date and meets my parents, picks me up. And little did I know, Nick was trying this date, but I had no idea what the plan was. And I don't think Nick knew either because first he's asking me if I want to go to like a poetry slam thing. And I'm like, I've never done that before. I'm not going to like, I didn't have anything that I was going to like perform but I figured it'd be kind of something funny like karaoke you know you watch other people humiliate themselves and if they're good then you're entertained or whatever so I'm like sure let's go to poetry slam (laughs) so we drive out Nick's never been there he has no idea where this is he found some app that had some suggestion so we're 
driving there and I finally I'm like hey I think that address is a church and he's like seriously I'm like yeah I'm pretty sure we're going to church right now are you sure this is a poetry slam and we're like okay fine we're gonna get out of the car we're gonna try maybe they're just hosting it there we didn't know this is an all black church <laughs> we are the whitest people there and we walk in and they're like setting up and they obviously are super shocked that we've showed up because they're all staring at us like what (laughs) and the one guy he immediately tries to like change it around and he like starts smiling and he's like oh my gosh like i'm so excited you guys decided to join us today what are you guys gonna be performing and we were both like oh like Maybe we're just going to sit and listen for a little bit first. Um, But, and then Nick's like, you know what? I think we're actually going to go grab some food since we're early and we'll be back. And we dipped. We ran to the car and we were like, (laughs) what the fuck? Like, that was not what we thought it was going to be. So, unfortunately, at this point, Nick's looking at me like, well, that was my plan. So now we have to come up with something else. And, um... I said that we should go to this museum hotel thing that they have in Louisville. And so if you guys have never heard, 21C, they have multiple locations. It's super cool. So we ended up going there. And on the way there, somebody hands us like a a flyer for trolley, a trolley hop. So this was back when Louisville actually had a trolley. They don't anymore, but they did like once a month on Fridays, they did a free trolley hop where you would go to different galleries, like art galleries and shops and everything. So first we went to 21C and mind you, we're in like very casual dating clothes, like jeans, a blouse. He's wearing like a t-shirt, nothing big. (laughs) And we realize as soon as we walk in, there's a major event happening at this hotel (laughs) and I mean people are in tuxes and like gowns and dresses and it's like they're dressed to the nines and you obviously have to have a ticket to get in but somehow we squeezed our way in and while we're walking through this like museum everyone is staring at us because obviously we don't work for their office or (laughs) wherever they came from but we're like snatching snacks and drinks while we're walking around having a good time And then we decide, like, okay, let's go check out the trolley hop. So we get on the trolley, and we just kind of follow around to a bunch of different um, art galleries and little shops. And, yeah, that was pretty much our first date. It was a bunch of just random little shit. And then I think because it ended so early, we were still hungry, and we didn't have, like, a plan for the rest of the night. So naive Becca let Nick take her back to his apartment. Uh-uh. And yeah, and we just rented a movie and ate pizza and it was totally chill, totally innocent. I fucking promise. We did like some making out and that was it. Oh, um, that's so sweet. Now here's Uh-oh. where things <laughs> get weird. So as Nick is driving me to his apartment, he's passing by the highway where you would go to his family's house. Um... So his parents lived in LaGrange. We lived there for a little while, um, about a year ago. 
Um, so they live in the Grange. It's like 20 to 25 ish miles away from Louisville. So he's like, Hey, that's the exit you would take to get to my parents' house. And I'm just thinking, okay, why would I need to know that? And he goes on to tell me his sister's birthday party is the next day. I'm like, okay, again, why does this involve me? He fucking asks me to go, like wants me to meet his whole family the day after we have a first date. And I went. (laughs) And it was great. It it went really, really well. But I was so fucking nervous. And I could not believe that this dude, he he just straight up asked me to. And when I tell people that story, they're like, the balls on this guy or he just didn't care about you or he just really really loved you i'm like i don't know what the deal was i think he's just naive because that's nick that's just nick being nick if you know him you're like yeah nick would do that yeah because like he doesn't do normal social cue things and um that's why we love him yeah and it worked out really well obviously because we've been now married for two years and some change and we've been together for seven yeah, great for y'all. <laughs> I'm just All kidding. Right. That sounded so bitter, but I actually mean it. <laughs> well, moral of the story, be a Nick. If you're a guy on a dating app, be a little weird. Go a little extra mile. You might get weirded out by Chelsea. I don't know. Chelsea might freak out on you, but I, I, it worked for me. Listen, I don't freak out on them unless they take it to the next level. There, I forgot to tell this story earlier. <laughs> But there was one guy where I just, like, straight up called him out because he did that thing that is annoying. And he was just like, yeah, let's just hang out. And he was like, let's hang out at my place and watch. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? So I thought, I'm going to mess with this dude. I was like, you don't even know. Like, you didn't even ask. I could be a straight up serial killer. And you don't even know. And he was like, well, you're the prettiest one I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah, bullshit like that. And I was like, okay, that might be true, but I still got a taste for man flesh. And then it started getting awkward, and he was like, haha. And I was like, no, I'm not kidding. I was like, I will literally melt your skin off your body and eat it for soup. And he got so... (laughs) He got so uncomfortable. He was like, okay. And then ghosted me, unmatched me in everything. I mean, I would too. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so on Hinge, they ask you certain questions. And one of the questions that I asked her was like, what is your biggest irrational fear? Yeah. And she put sharks. Sharks in the ocean, sharks in a lake, in a pool. In the tub. Any body of water, just (laughs) sharks. Oh, God. So this surfer boy (laughs) messages her and he's like, why are you afraid of sharks? Like, bitch, have you seen Jaws? I'm pretty sure that's exactly what you said. Yeah, that's what I said. And he was just like, that was just one shark. And I was like, it was a big-ass one shark. And then he's like, sharks are misunderstood and blah, blah, blah. Don't try to, like, upsell sharks to me, okay? I've seen Soul Surfer and 47 Meters Down and Blake Lively getting tortured by a shark. If the sharks eat Blake... They will eat any one of y'all. Any one. Okay. <laughs> right. So, like, I just don't understand, like, who thinks that that's a good pickup line is to, hey, what's your fear? Let me pick on that because that's a stupid fear. In their what defense, the hell? Okay. In their defense, though, every, you got you girls and guys. That was a mixture of both. Y'all know that um, on Bumble, 
there the girl has to be the one that sends the message first and let me tell you something you don't know pressure until you're trying to come up with like a wham bam opening line and sometimes i see how some of these boys fall through the cracks because i think some of them think that they're being witty like witty but it just comes off straight weird just straight up creepy because and i'll just let you guys know this my go-to is like if you have a picture of you and a dog then I'm gonna go after your dog and just be like, oh my God, your dog is so cute. Like, I love it. The most basic bitch ass thing ever. Like, I hate myself as I'm typing it, but I don't know what else to say. And Hinge and Bumble think they're helping you out and they'll like have a little conversation starter tab. No. They don't help? No, no, they're bad. They're awkward and they're like totally fake. You can tell that you pushed the tab and like took a freaking conversation started oh my gosh that's true so you know like oh my gosh not only does this guy not have any game he relied on an app to give him yes. a line yes and i'm not saying that i have game i think maybe at some point in my past i used to but it's kind of dwindled away with like my energy and non-gray hair but um it's a rough life having to come up with the first message to send and all these boys on there they're like don't mess message me if you don't like working out at least once a week or don't message me if you can't keep a conversation going bitch why don't you keep a conversation going with me if the conversation's dwindling it might be on you not on me <laughs> <laughs> like i said i'm so glad i never had to deal with dating apps because i don't know what i would have done it's a struggle it is a daily ride on the struggle bus so and okay so here's something you guys can do Send Chelsea some one-liners. Yes, please help me them. now. Because <laughs> otherwise, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. And I already have one cat. So we did receive... Nick won't let me get any more. No, we, we won't. <laughs> There's too many. Um, we have forgotten to mention this, but we did receive one message from a listener that wanted us to talk about sex. So there you go. There this you episode... Go was for you. Hope that's sexy enough for you. Sexy. <laughs> Feet fires. Feet fires. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe we'll get something good out of Chelsea next week. She got some good stories in that brain of hers. Yes. Nick's parents are on their way to come see us. So hopefully, you know, me and Nick's dad bonded a little bit when I used to have this dog named Beaver. That's a story for a different time, but... Maybe I'll get some good stuff from Nick's dad because he knows the jokes. He's got the wittiness. Yeah, if you guys like dirty jokes, he's got them for sure. Of course they do. Well, they would like me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, please subscribe. Please join us again next Thursday. Obviously, next Thursday is Thanksgiving, but we will still be posting. So, no worries there. Have a good night and moving, moving on. on.